J. Dobbins of the Marvel DC Multiverse. We are now at Planet Comic Con 2023, live of course. And I have a special guest with me here today. He's a comic book artist, well known in Kansas City. Please let everyone know who you are and where you're from. Uh, my name is Christopher Wallace, like Biggie Smalls. My screen name, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, is um, L.C. Walker. And I am the owner of Pyramid Crocs. Alright, is this your first time here at uh, Planet Comic Con? No, this is actually my fourth time as a presenter, and I attended a few times before as a guest. Alright, any uh, other you know, conventions besides this that you attended? Well, I'm originally from Chicago, and I attended Wizard World there all the time, every chance I got. But at the time, I was still kind of trying to figure out how to put my book together. It wasn't until I, it wasn't until roughly eight years ago that I really was able to put together what I wanted to do to actually launch my comic book. And my first presentation was at uh, Free Comic Book Day at the Henry Comics on Oakland Park, followed by my presentation at what was at the time KC Comic Con. Unfortunately, um, I kind of bit off more than I could chew there because all I really had was the preview edition. I hadn't even completed my first issue and I had not built a face. So it was really hard to draw readers. It's taken me a lot of time to get more known in the KC circuit and get my name out there and get people to look at my work and I can take it seriously. And at this time, well, from day one, I've been doing everything myself. I come up with the concepts, I create the characters, I write the stories, I do all the artwork. It's all me. And at this, at this point, I'm happy with it that way because I know what I want. And it would take more energy and effort to teach someone right now how to do my books the way that I want them than to do it myself. All right. And uh, remind me again, uh, how, long have, how, how long have you been doing this again? I officially launched in 2015, but as I said, I hit some stumbling blocks. So I kind of technically relaunched in 2019 because that was when more people recognized me and more people were respecting me. And I just was able to accomplish a lot. All right, all right. So, what, what, um, what me, what, what influenced you? What gave you that uh, drive? What made you want to create these characters? That's a difficult question to answer because there's many things that inspired me, going as far back as the Last Dragon, the 1985 movie. Because something about seeing that black guy running around in a ninja uniform, stomping on bad guys, made me feel like that was something I kind of wanted to. And it, and this is what got the ball rolling. That combined with the comics that I read growing up, you know the big Marvel and DC books, Spider-Man, Batman, Avengers, things of that sort. They all kind of weighed in and made me think about what kind of story I wanted to tell, what kind of characters I wanted to create. The biggest, the biggest thing I had to figure out was who my characters were. 
why they're doing what they're doing. You know, the what and the how is relatively easy. It's the why and the who that you really have to put thought into. But so these guys, I drew inspiration from everything growing up. Movies, TV, comics, music. I would sometimes see a scene in a movie, like it could be, you know, an urban drama, and I would imagine how my heroes would respond to that situation. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and by the way, uh, and you know, after looking at your comics, at your comics, you know, which I definitely had to buy one, your artwork is pretty impressive. You know, the story looks impressive as well. So, uh, you know, when I get home, I'm definitely gonna, you know, read more into it so I can get a better understanding of the story. And, I, and of course, I plan on ordering some more comics later on down the line. But, um, you know, your artwork is very impressive. I've told. <laughs> As cliche as it sounds, I've been drawing since I could hold my Like, I was always trying to render something from what I saw. And again, even when I was a little, little kid, I was taking inspiration from everything. Because I just really wanted to. Do. And I didn't even know what I wanted to do with it. It was just something that I loved to do. Like, my mom loves to tell the story that she met with my teacher, I believe it was first or second grade. And the teacher said that I showed no real interest in anything other than drawing. And if I didn't, if I didn't change, the most I could ever hope to be was a cartoonist. No, <laughs> oh, cartoonist. But I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you're 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 an artist or an artiste. So that that's what you most definitely are. Yeah, but cartoonist, I would say. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, I call it art, whether it's cartoon or not cartoon. You know, whether it's cartoon or comics. But oh. well, you know, those who are not familiar with the medium tend to oversimplify. They want to lump it all into one thing, and you know, it's it's such a broad spectrum. There's so many different areas and different avenues. Like, you know, that's why Marvel has their thing, DC has their thing, the Indies, we have our thing. We're just all, you know, we've got Top Cow, Image, but we all, because there's just, and don't get me started on the forms of manga and anime that are out there, say, visual storytelling. It's such a powerful medium, and it always has I mean, when you think about it, before we had any written verbal language, how did people record this? Through illustrations. Right. It's what we it's what we do, you know, and my mom gave me comic books when I was a kid as a way of tricking me into caring about reading. <laughs> Which I found a few parents did, especially back in my day. Yeah. And when I found myself developing a passion for it, I was I was 19 when it really hit me that that was what I wanted to do. And that's when I started and I went through iteration after iteration because I wanted to perfect it. Like, I remember reading um, Michael Jackson's autobiography when he talked about when he was recording Thriller. How he kept re-recording and re-recording and re-recording because what he was hearing on the track wasn't lined up with what he heard in his head. 
and I can relate to that so much because until what is on the page lines up with what's in my head, I'm not satisfied. And my wife could tell you I am up sometimes to three o'clock in the morning going over a single panel of a page because it just has to be just so or I realize this is wrong, this is done. This could have been done better and I will do what I have to do to make it satisfactory to me. Because I feel like I am I am a comic book reader, I'm a comic book lover, therefore I have to please me. I am my target audience as far as I'm concerned. Because I don't like what I put out, I can't expect anything. Alright, I mean Oh, what's the end? Right, I mean uh, I don't know. I mean, right now I'm kind of. How can I say this? Like, I feel. Damn, what is that word? Because all the information you put down, you know. I, I I'm, 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 I'm very fascinated <laughs> by what you, you know, what you have said, and also. Um, You know what you have said and what you have put out there you know, in your comics. After reading your comics, I was just kind of like, "Wow!" You know, I, that's why I had to buy one. So I was just like, "Man, just the story looks amazing. You know, the artwork looks amazing." Thank you. Thank you know, you. I'm humbled to hear that. I mean, no, no. I mean, it's not every day you find those kind of artists. You know, so I'm very happy to have uh, you know. But I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I am honored to have you as a guest for this podcast. It's something I've always wanted to do. It's something I've always loved, and so to get recognition from my peers and so forth, I'm, I'm touched. I'm like literally blown away. So I have to admit, honestly, I could not have gotten any of this done without my wife. Because from the day that our courtship began, and I told her that this is what I wanted to do, she started pushing me. And she helped me figure out what I needed to do to get it going. And then she painted me into a corner. She told everyone we knew that I was going to launch in May of that year. So oh, wow. I was very much in the position of crapper get off the pot. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I'm glad she did because I kind of needed to stop having Because a lot of us have dreams and, and aspirations, but a dream becomes a goal when you start taking action. And, it, and the goal becomes reality when that action sees results. Okay, so I am... Now, even though I'm not up there with the big guys, I am living my dream, and I'm loving it just now. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. But I love what I do. And I can't imagine doing anything else. Like, right now, I'm trying to look into ways to uh, expand my reader base, expand my brand. My, my two main characters, by the way, we actually haven't mentioned My two main titles that I have out now are Night Shadow and Divinity. Now, a quick summary of Night Shadow is he has power to manipulate shadows. He can turn solid objects into shadows and vice versa. Like, he can create hard, dark constructs. 
And he has essentially always had this power, which I will get into as the series continues, how that came about. He's always had it. And he is very well trained in how to control his powers. He's very well trained in hand-to-hand combat. He has everything that he needs. He's always had everything that he needs to be a hero, except for will. He has no desire whatsoever to put himself out there to protect people. And recent events in his life have made him reconsider that because it feels like he's being karmically punished. You know, it's kind of one of those things where you can ignore God only for so long before he smacks you upside the head and tells you to do what you gotta do. So now, he's playing catch. Now, Divinity is kind of the opposite in that she stumbled into her. She was just kind of in a certain place at a certain time. And when she gained the power that she has, which is virtually unlimited strength, unlimited invulnerability, like nothing man-made can hurt her. She can project energy, she can make energy constructs. And all of this is, it comes from an actual heavenly source. No human was ever supposed to wield it, but now that it's in her hands, she just wants to make sure that she does what's right for her. Do you have a website that the listeners can check out? I do have a Facebook page, which you can find Pyramid Comics Publications, Pyramid Comics Publications and Entertainment. And I put all those words in there to make absolutely sure that when you see my page, you know it's my page. Now, any inquiries can be directed there. I do check it regularly. So, um, and I'm also going to be starting a newsletter, which I've been generating an email list for that which will help keep people in the loop on what's going on, what I have coming up in terms of new books, events, expansion into other media, things of that sort. All right. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, and thanks for having me. That concludes this interview. Feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music app, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube.